Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 36 p.m. every single day. Jake Schwanitz, RK. What a day. What a day. <laughs> uh, a day of fluidity and a day of stupidity. Yes. Uh, coming from all angles. Yes. Coming from all angles. Um, I guess we'll just jump right into this, Jake. Let's do it. 16 players have now entered the transfer portal. Is that today or since Saturday? Since the spring game has ended. Okay. 16 players. And all of a sudden, people are acting like they didn't see this coming. Now, most of those people are people who just don't know what's going on. Um, they haven't been paying attention. They're not listening. But you're also seeing, like, reporters who are acting like this is some, you know, uh, revelation that this just happened and it's crazy. And a lot of fans, I think, uh, who are uneasy about what's happening. And I will take you back, Jake, to something that I said, I think the show after Coach Prime got here. And I said, hey, look, you got to make a decision right now. Do you want to win? Do you want to feel warm and fuzzy? Because some feelings are going to get hurt along the way. There was no way for Coach Prime to do what he's trying to do, which is, remember, win now. And I'm going to come back to that a little bit later when we're talking about specific players. Win now. Not, not win soon. Win now. There was no way for that to happen without some feelings getting hurt, some fan favorites getting, you know, shown the door or, you know, seen the writing on the wall that the door is open. All of this was predictable. Coach Prime said oh so recently the team that we have now is not the team that we're taking to Texas for the first game of the season. If you listen to the man, he'll tell you what's going to happen long before it happens. He has been telling us since the day he got here that big changes are coming. He told Brian Howell that his first season at, at Jackson State, he flipped 70 players on the roster. Well, he's up to about 63 now, which is more than we ever expected. But he said it. He said all of this stuff. So there is no panic there is no, you know, oh my God, what is happening? There is no unrest within the program. This is exactly what Coach Prime planned on, and it's all going exactly the way he expected it to go. And if we're being completely honest, the way that he wants it to go, so he has room to bring in the guys that he wants. And, and the last thing I'll say before I toss it over to you is why is it all happening today? Why is it all happening right after the spring game? Coach Prime met with every player on the team yesterday. Yep and sat down with them individually and went through what he expects from them, what role they may or may not have on this team, what he thought of their performance during spring ball, all of that, an individual meeting with every single one of these guys. And so the reason why you're seeing so many guys hit the portal today is because of what they learned in those meetings. And, you know, a lot of them, it was obvious, right? They were never going to cut it for the level of player that Coach Prime was getting. But some of the less obvious ones, some of the ones that I think people are more worried about, someone like a Montana Lamonius Craig, I'm, this is my words now, I'm assuming here, but I assume it was something along the lines of, hey, look, we really like what you do, but I want you to know that you're going to have to compete for every snap you get on the offensive side of the ball, and we are still going hard after your position. Yep. We want several more wide receivers. So, again, we liked what you did. Shador loves you. But I just want you to know that, like, there's no safe spot right 
And if you don't like that, then, you know, I understand that you, you want to move on. But the idea that this is some surprise or things have gone awry in Boulder is just an idiotic sentiment from people who haven't listened to what Coach Prime has said every step of the way. And he said it on Saturday after the spring game. He literally said it was on them to make the decision to enter the portal now. It's on me now. Yep. Like, and this goes back to December, man, when the player team meeting, when he told players to jump in the portal, when he, when Jalen saw me asked, how many uh, assistants are you retaining from last year? Probably, Probably none. none. <laughs> like the, the writing was on the wall way back then. And this is just well, honestly what Buff Nation asked for. They wanted roster redos. They wanted it all torn down and rebuilt. This is what it looks like, man. You got to take the good with the bad. You got to take the 30 players that come in. Guys got to leave, and this is what it looks like. And Yeah, and it's simply a numbers game. Yes. We knew as of last week before the few guys that entered the portal uh, and or quit before the spring game, they were 10 over the scholarship limit. They had mm -hmm. 95 guys on scholarship. We knew just to legally feel the team, they needed to get down to 85. But, Jake, Coach Prime said, and we can pull up this clip right now, that they have plans for a lot more guys coming in. So let's play the clip from Altitude Sports Radio with Chris Fowler um, dropping a, a bit of a bomb. Yeah. Soon. There it is. On defense, he expects hmm. aren't, aren't on campus yet, aren't, hmm. aren't going to be on Jeez. display tomorrow. Easy. Eight on each side of the ball. That's crazy. That's, that's unheard. He told us, I don't know if he's told you this. Let's go to listen. Maybe. Listen to that. Maybe eight guys who will start on offense and eight guys who will start on defense aren't here yet. Yep. So let's just go back to the numbers. And maybe he's, you know, he said maybe, so that doesn't mean it's going to quite be that number. But let's go back to the numbers. Remember what I said. They were 10 over. They needed to get down to 85 just to be at the legal limit. Then he wants 16 more. Now, there's probably some that we already have accounted for, like a Cavassier Smoke, right. who would be involved in there, a Shiloh Sanders, Des potentially. Demoy Kennedy. So, you know, subtract a few, but just for the sake of argument, 16 more. Mm -hmm. which means they have to go from 85 to 69. Nice. Um, they're now at, what, 71? I believe so. 71. So, again, this was all in the plans. This was all in his head. And if I'm being completely honest, I don't think there was a single guy that was on this roster last year that when Coach Prime evaluated it said, can't afford to lose him under any circumstances. Right. Now, you've seen him talk about Trevor Woods, and he explicitly said something along the lines of, like, we're not going to kick him or something. Yeah. We're going to make sure we keep him. Yeah. I think it was more like the other way, though. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not going to tell him to leave or something along right. those lines. Um, so there have been guys who have earned their keep, right? A Van Wells is a guy who we think is probably in good standing um, and has worked well with Shadour. But I don't think there was a single guy who he said, can't we can't afford to lose Montana Lamonius Craig. We can't afford to lose Jordan Tyson. I just don't believe that that's the case at all. And he knows that his job is to take these open scholarships and go get better players than the ones that just left. And is anyone out there worried about his ability to be able to do that? Right. Honestly, mm -hmm. I don't think so. So I can't, I'm honestly shocked. Are you shocked by the response? Cause I thought everyone knew what was up. 
Yeah, I mean, we've been saying it. The whole the quote, it's not going to be the same team in Texas for the first week. Um, it has been a little shocking, the reaction, but, I mean, it's a lot of change, too. And uh, particularly the Montana one is the one I think that really got people upset just because we saw on Saturday what he can do on the field. Yep. But they've been attacking wide receivers this entire time that Coach Prime has had a chance to go into the portal and recruit. They've been going after them very, very hard, and they've. I've got two, three guys that we're going to talk about today that are planning to visit or have been offered by CU that play wide receiver. Yep, just how it is. And who knows what the deal is with Montana? You know, um, I talked about what I assumed that conversation went like, but you know, he's got some big offers already. He's got yeah. Auburn, Penn State, so maybe it was a situation for him where someone came to him and offered a bag. And you know, maybe in that conversation he had with Coach Prime yesterday, he said, "Hey, look." For example, Penn State is offering me twenty five grand to come transfer there. Like, would you guys consider matching their offer or whatever? Mm-hmm. And Coach Prime might have just been like, "No." Yeah. You know, again, I'm assuming or I'm trying to, you know, um, think about what those possible conversations could look like. But um, Shador said it today. Like, why am I going to be mad at a guy for doing what he thinks is best for him? Right. And so that made me think. Okay, maybe there's some other things at play here. Because I don't think it would simply be football-based if he thought it was the best thing for him to not play with Shador. Probably not a smart decision. But there might be more opportunity at play. And again, you don't blame him. And again, it's on Coach Prime to go get a better player. And I certainly believe he has the ability to do that. For sure. And just from Montana's standpoint, I mean, he joined in 2020. It's Mel Tucker's recruiting class. Had his coach leave him then. He went through COVID, went through the Carl Durrell stuff, went through Mike Sanford last year, and now he's on, what, his fourth ball coach? Yep. Going to be his fifth, obviously, with his next team. But, like, some of these guys are, like, you can't blame them for wanting to change scenery. Casey Roddick did it. Yep. Like, he could have been a piece for this team and could have probably stayed as starting at guard, but he saw enough turnover here where it's just, like, sometimes some guys just need a new change of scenery and just a new situation to try and settle themselves instead of trying to be here always and i do think it's fair for fans to be sad about certain guys leaving like jordan tyson is a guy we were really excited to see what he could become in his college football career he was a freshman all-american he really stood out he unfortunately tore his acl and who knows when he was going to come back and i assume again that's one of those conversations that it's just like hey we're trying to add a ton to this wide receiver room. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we, we liked what we saw on film, but it's going to be a huge competition when, when you come back healthy. So, again, would I have loved to see what Jordan Tyson becomes at the college level? And do I hope he comes back at full health and, and shows out wherever he goes? Yes. Would we have loved to see Montana kind of connect the thread and blow up with Shador right. and, you know, be kind of one of those, stall, you know, those, those um, pillars of the team? that kind of connects like connects the thread and shows out like mm-hmm. i mentioned after the spring game like i was proud of him yeah for showing out for the former players um or the the previous regime's players sure so i don't blame anyone who is bummed but i do think the panic is way overblown for sure um if you're saying damn i'll miss montana i was kind of hoping he would be a part of this resurgence I totally get that. Right. If you're saying, what the hell is going on? Why is Montana leaving? Then you just haven't been listening. Right. Also with the wide receivers, you got two four-star recruits coming in. Yep. 
It's a loaded wide receiver room, man. And he added more. He had three-star Jacob Page. There's other three stars on that list, too. Yep. There's guys coming in. And that, uh, that is the easiest position in college football yes. to add talent to. Yes. Um, Xavier Weaver. Xavier Weaver's coming in. I mean, it's a lot, and they're not it, done yet. No, I think uh, – I know you'll talk a little bit more about offers out there, but just saw today, like, I think his name's EJ Horton. Yep. 4-3 guy. Yep. You know, um, Willie Gaines. Willie Gaines. Speed guy. They just offered Darius Lassiter, 6'3", 200 pounds, played for Eastern Michigan last year. Yep. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Um, okay, so the names, actually, after the spring game to have entered the portal. Montana Lamonius Craig, Chase Soul, Jackson Anderson, Shaquan Bowser, Tyron Taylor, Jordan Tyson, Jason Oliver, Oki Salavea, Devin Grant, Deion Smith, Alex Harkey, Aubrey Smith, Grant Page, Aaron Austin, and Xavier Smith. So I saw like one of the Barstool accounts tweeted out that list with like, quote, I'm coming, like kind of trying to dump. I guarantee you, whoever runs that account or any of the college football people there have never heard of any of those players save for probably Montana because of what he did on Saturday. Yes. And maybe Jordan Tyson because, you know, he blew up and had right. some big plays. But that's even a maybe. I don't know if they have. With all due respect to those players who, again, I wish the best for. Not only like they didn't do anything here. You know, Aubrey Smith had some moments. Uh, Jason Oliver had some moments, but none of those guys are guys who, when we started looking at who might come back, were on the list. Right. Save for Montana and Jordan Tyson. Mm -hmm. yep. Is that fair to say? Because we went through it like very early on in this process and said, okay, who are going to be the guys that he looks to keep around? Right. I don't think any of those guys other than those two were on the list. No, it was a short list. It was Trevor Woods, Van Wells, Tank. Yep. I mean, you threw in Montana, you threw in Jordan Tyson, and it was like Hankerson and... Yeah. Kind of it. Yeah. So this was all by design. It's all part of the plan. And now Coach Prime has some serious ammunition to go out there and start bringing guys back in. Like the cycle... Just reset. Right. He's got a full, you know, uh, a full clip mm -hmm. to go out and get transfers. Yep. And he's going to do it. Yeah. They're not going to field 84. Right. Like, well, they're going to have all 85. And we know, I mean, they haven't announced yet, but some players are coming. Oh, yeah. They're coming, man. Um, Let's talk about some recruiting stuff and the impact of this weekend. But first, a shout out from our friends over at Shady Rays. You can block out all the haters with your Shady Rays. <laughs> They're dependable. They are Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company who offers a world-class product. Best part about Shady Rays, they offer broken uh, replacement program where if you lose or break your pair, even on day one, Shady Rays will back you and send you a new pair, no questions asked. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code DMVR. For 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses, you can try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. And then we don't have it, but shout out to Shador's number two barbecue sauce tomato-based, rich, thick, sweet, molasses-style barbecue sauce with tangy vinegar and fiery heat that finishes up with a subtle smoky note. Um, hopefully we have people out there tailgating with some Shador's number two on a Saturday. The tailgate scenes were amazing. The tailgate was amazing for sure. And we will definitely be cooking up some, uh, some barbecue with, with Shador's number two this fall. Yes, sir. And you guys can go grab some of it for yourself. Head on over to plbse.com 
for a limited time and use the code ALLCITY, A-L-L-C-I-T-Y, all one word, at checkout for 10% off your order of number two barbecue. Again, code ALLCITY at PLBSE.com for 10% off. Shout out to Shador's number two barbecue. All right. All right. We have a ton of people watching, yeah. but not enough thumbs up. Let's get those thumbs up. We can definitely hit 500 today based on how many people are watching this show right now. We should for sure. So smash that thumbs up button. Also, guys, if you're enjoying the show, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. It would help us out greatly. We appreciate you all. All right. Juwan Johnson has decommitted from Colorado. After visiting for the spring game, looked like he had a decent time. He was taking pictures. He was back in uni with the guys. But uh, yesterday, announced his decommittal. Yeah, I mean, this one, uh, I guess, is a little surprising for sure. But you got to take a step back and realize that this stuff happens to every team in every recruiting class. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of stuff at play here. Um, but specifically, Juwan Johnson grew up, I mean couple hours away from LSU and he you know has lived in that environment his whole life and he said in a quote like I think kind of the emotions and the excitement of the first visit I took overcame me a little bit when I made the decision to commit um, but you go back home LSU again who's been in your backyard your whole life probably grew up rooting for them mm -hmm. it's coming after you every day offering things that maybe CU uh, isn't offering. Um, these things happen. These things happen. Um, I will admit that I wouldn't be surprised if the weather played a little role. I For don't sure. think he said that. But like I said, this happens to every team in every conference and every school in every recruiting class. You're yeah. going to have a guy that you get and then you lose. Um, so you don't want to see it happen much more. We liked Juwan Johnson as a player a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, we're excited for him, but I wouldn't be surprised if he's a lock for LSU now. And in the same way that if there was a kid who was playing at East High School right across the street from us and was committed to LSU, and then we got him to flip back to Colorado, no one would be surprised. The same thing is true. Here. Right. Um, two things. One, Colorado historically has struggled to recruit the state of Louisiana. Say it's, for Levis. Oh, no. Uh, it was, of course, Cordell Stewart. Yeah. And I think, isn't Adam Hopkins from there, too? Maybe. But then there was a couple other good ones along the lines. But still, point yep. being that historically, it just hasn't really turned out. And then, two, I think he wants to play quarterback, man. You think he's going to do it at LSU? I, if he's definitely got a better chance of playing quarterback there than if Shador comes back next year, because there's obviously no chance. Like he's not going to get on the field. Yeah, well, definitely not at that position. Right. Um, and so you know, I mean, cornerback's still like pretty new to him though. Like he's their starting quarterback in high school. Right. He's like been training quarter or corner in like camps and stuff, but he doesn't play it when it comes oh, to. Oh, like, Marion Miller is Louisiana. There you go. So. You got one coming in still, I guess, yeah, from Louisiana. For sure. And like I said, that one maybe hurts more than any of the other stuff that we've talked yes. about. Yes. Um, just because we really liked him. And he's the only one with a direct line to Coach Prime right. that is now out. You know, I saw some people saying, oh, there's transfers that are Coach Prime's people. No. Though actually, only one transfer so far, correct me if I'm wrong, that had their number, mm -hmm. which is Aubrey Miller. Mm -hmm. yep. um, and. Uh, Hart has been the most 
uh, liberal about giving out numbers so far. Because yep. he has three, right? Yeah. Four, so, I think, actually. Four, so Hurtado, well, without Marvin Ham, Aubrey Smith. And Bentley. And Bentley. Oh, yeah. So he's given out more than anyone. Yeah. For sure. Um, but anyways, you didn't want to. You never want to see guys decommit. This one, not very, not too surprising for me, but definitely a bummer. Yeah, the biggest. Um, I mean, it's not even like taking away from the team. Though. He's a 2024 guy, and I, so when I retweeted the decommitment, someone, a CU fan, I'm sorry, I don't have your name, posted a great tweet like in response to it, and that's, you know, commitments are not commitments until like the ink is dry on the paper, like right. this. This was always going to be uncertain, even all the way up until early signing day in December 20th or whatever that is. Like, we were so far away from the finish line that even though this is probably the biggest loss from the spring game, it's not even, you can't even really quantify it as that big of a loss, you know? 100%. Um, he does already have a crystal ball to LSU from Steve Wiltfong, who is 247's national scouting mm-hmm. director. So there you go. He's probably going to LSU. Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, let's can't catch imagine up. playing for Brian Kelly instead of Coach Prime, but it's <laughs> yeah, quite, quite a change. Um, let's catch up on some stuff to come out of this spring game. We found out some guys who visited, um, and then we'll talk about more portal stuff who's been offered and who will be visiting. We start with 2024 three star running back Cameron Jones. He was at CU for the spring game. He is a 247 Sports Composite three-star, a high three-star, 422nd overall player, 40th running back, 6'1", 215 from St. John Bosco. Nice. Yep. Um, We also had Brandon Jacob visiting for the spring game. 247 Sports Composite four-star, 143rd overall player, 12th overall safety in the 2024 class. He plays safety. 62170 from Evans High School in Orlando, Florida. Remember Brandon Jacobs? Oh yeah. I loved watching him. Oh play. yeah. He was amazing. <laughs> uh again, more safeties. Yep. Um, and then this wasn't a secret, but uh Xavier Atkins also calls himself Debo, four-star yep. linebacker, committed to LSU. He was at the spring game. He rather enjoyed himself. He said he's gonna come back for an official visit. Didn't he say something like Colorado is now the favorite or something along those lines? I Give me two seconds and I can find this quote. But he basically, yeah, talked up the coaching staff and said he like loved it there at CU. I might make that trade. Juwan Johnson for uh, Debo Atkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's so many people that entered the portal. Here's the quote. Coach Prime can compete with SEC, SEC teams for me because growing up, that's all you heard about was Deion Sanders and what he did in the league. It's kind of a hard opportunity to pass up to play for Deion. Hell yeah. I mean, to a lot of these guys, it would be like if, you know, like Michael Jordan was the basketball coach at USC. Like legitimately, that's <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about yeah. here. For sure. Um, what else do we got? Okay, so I posted this tweet from the Buffs account on uh, yesterday. But Winston Watkins on his Instagram, our guy Winnie, 2025 wide receiver, five-star commit to CU, uh, he put some work in this weekend. He posted a picture with him, Aaron Butler, and Boo Carter, and uh, was teasing Trio. Let's go. And Aaron Butler's, I believe his dad Mm -hmm. or his coach, is basically saying like... His dad. His dad. I want my son to go to CU and play for Coach Prime. Like He's not even being bashful about it. Yep. Uh, Boo Carter had CU, I think, in a top six. 
Uh, Aaron Butler has been highly, highly linked to CU ever since he like was offered, basically. Yep. Uh, but Winston Watkins out there trying to fight the good fight, man, and get some blue chips to Boulder. Love that. Love that. Um, okay, portal news. 2022 three-star wide receiver and former Cincinnati Bearcat, Marcus Peterson announces he's going to be visiting C- CU. Um, 6'2", 197, was a three-star 2022 prospect, 828 overall. Um, size, didn't play last year for the Bearcats, but he's coming, visiting at least. I'm kind of getting the feeling that Coach Prime thinks you ever, you, you, you better be like one of these things. Big, mm-hmm. insanely fast, or you better have some special quality in one other way. You, you know, know why like, he thinks that? He's the greatest corner of all time. So if he yeah, got beat, that's how he got beat. And that's what I was going to say. Is like he knows what it, like if you're six one and you're not necessarily that fast and maybe you don't jump that great and you don't run the best routes, you might still be a good receiver. Right. But Coach Prime either wants you to be really big, really fast, or like an insane route runner. Maybe you can jump out of the, you know, out of the stadium. Yeah. Like one of those things. But if you notice with all of these guys, like there's a that he I think over the over the past few years you've seen a lot more coaches get rid of the archetypes mm-hmm. that they look for. I don't think Coach Prime does that. Yeah. He has his archetypes. Yep. Uh and you you'll notice that especially with the wide receiver position. Um, Likes his corners to be long as well. Right. I mean, we already talked about him, but EJ Horn scheduled to visit former Marshall receiver. Claims he runs a 4-3-40 in his Twitter bio. Last year only had 12 receptions, 186 yards, and one touchdown, though. Mm. Again, uh, traits. Yep. Well, he's got to be a burner because he's only six foot 170. Yeah. It's not too small. No. If he runs a a 4-3 at that, that's going to be useful. Yeah, for sure. And then former Eastern Michigan wide receiver Darius Lassiter, already mentioned him, 6'3", 200 pounds. I believe he was a JUCO transfer, and then last year was his first year at Eastern Michigan, and now he's entering the portal. He's uh, classified as a junior, but last year, his only year at Eastern, 40 receptions, 471 yards, and four touchdowns. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. That'll work. 6'3", they've been looking for someone at least Mm -hmm. 6'3". That's about it, though, man. A lot more to come. A lot more to come. You know, um, obviously we saw Bear Alexander go to USC as expected, yep. but there are a lot more big names out there that they are going to target. Again, now they have 14 open scholarships to use. They're going to use all of them. Mm-hmm. They're going to get some dudes. We already, again, have heard rumors of some dudes who may have potentially already committed, and they're upgrades. Yes. They are upgrades. Some high-profile players on their way. All right. The chat is absolutely going crazy. Last time we asked for likes, we got like 200 immediately. So let's <laughs> let's just try and get some more likes going. Yeah, let's try and get to uh, 600 by finish this ad break then. All right, let's go. Shout out to our friends at Breckenridge Brewery. If you were at our DMVR tailgate on Saturday, I'm sure you enjoyed a Breck Brewer too. Um, we've been crushing them here at DMVR with Nugs and uh, Avs ramping up the playoff season. Mm-hmm. The vibes at the bar here have been amazing, too. Insane. Amazing scenes. You can try out some of our favorites. My favorite, the Mountain Beach Sour, uh, the Strawberry Sky, uh, Vanilla Porter Jr., Mile High City Golden Ale. You can find all of those and find out where they are if you use their beer locator at www.breckbrew.com. Try to find a Breck Brew near you. 
And then shout out to Fubo TV, over 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. The place to watch the Nuggets and Avs on Altitude Sports on their championship pushes. You can start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. It's no contract, no ha- no cable, no hassle. Uh, just sign up and start watching. It includes a thousand hours of cloud DVR, no extra charge. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Again, that is www.fubotv.com slash DNVR. And then finally, shout out to our friends over at Bacchus and Shanker. Bacchus and Shanker have been helping Colorado's family, Colorado families win for more than 25 years. No upfront fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. And no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. Bacchus and Shanker have won over $1 billion for their clients and now have neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. They will help you with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accident, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian, trucks. We can even help if you're injured at work. Smash that Shador line, 222-2222, to find out if you have a case for free. Bacchus and Shanker wins. 512, 513. Let's go. Not bad. We'll Insane day in the comment yeah, section. Absolutely day. popping off. One more thing I want to say. Let's go. Don't pay attention to all of the trolls from other schools who certainly don't know what's going on here and are looking for any possible reason to, I can't even say celebrate a downfall because that would, that would mean there's a downfall to celebrate, <laughs> to celebrate something that they can perceive as negative. Right. Like they see... Uh, Aaron Austin hit the portal and they're like, oh man, Coach Prime's losing it. And it's just like, don't take the bait. I did have to call out one guy who was just doing some, he was, he's a Nebraska fan who's like acting like a Colorado fan. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. I couldn't let that shit slide anymore. I was like, this guy needs to get bodied. Um, (laughs) But on the whole, don't, don't let them, uh, you know, especially the Nebraska fans who are so excited that, Matt Rule only want only wants to coach their four win team. Um, don't let them don't let them bait you. My final words, I guess, then is uh, a lot of these people who are here in the chat watching us right or listening to us right now too have been through this. Coach Prime just has a bunch of haters. Oh yeah, it just it's just the way things are, and they always latch on to the latest thing. Yep. Two weeks ago, it was they're too small. Yep. The last week, it was when the portal opened and they were starting to freak out about the portal. There's even more portal freak out this week. Um, we know what's happening here. Yeah. It is, it's gross, though, how many haters Coach Prime has. Yeah. Um, for several reasons. But honestly, I just can't wait uh, for him to get the chance to really shut him up. Yep. And all these guys, too. He'll get that chance. Oh, yeah. All right. What do you guys want to talk about today? Yeah, well, what do we got? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's been rolling like crazy. PD Swag, real question, though. How many dudes have transferred out of, Alab- out of Alabama and other top-tier teams since their respective spring games? Hopefully plenty of Louie-type guys still out there. I mean, dude, look at what happened to USC when Lincoln came in. Look mm-hmm. at what happened to Ole Miss when uh, Lane Kiffin got there. Mm-hmm. Shit, look at CSU when Norvell got there, man. Hmm. This is what happens. This is just what it happens. Some it, it just depends on how aggressive a coach is and how confident they are in their ability to 
to increase the value of the scholarship mm -hmm. on their team. Because, you know, when Carl Durrell got here, sorry to throw him under the bus, but I just don't think he had the recruiting acumen or confidence to say, like, let's push a bunch of guys out to try and get better ones. Yep. But when a guy like Lincoln Riley goes to USC or Coach Prime goes to Colorado, they say, clear out as much space as you can because I just know I can go get exactly. better. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is what you see happen. But I think what PD Swag is asking is, like, how many great players are available out there? It's pretty stacked. It's, I mean, man, every year the portal just gets more stacked, bigger, better players, younger prospects. Yep. I mean, check out how many 22 guys are in the portal that were just blue chips last year. Yep. All right, what do we got next? Uh, the Bronco kid, is Miles Slusher going to start? Uh, A lot of competition in there. He wasn't starting defense. Yep. He was Shiloh, or not Shiloh, um, Silman Craig and uh, Woods. Yep. Yep. Uh, we did see Slusher kind of rotating. I saw him making some plays out there. I don't know if it was second team or if it was rotating in the first team. But you still have Shiloh coming in. Yep. You just got uh, Vito Tisdale. Yep. Who, by the way, we, we talked about him a little bit after the spring game. Dude, Kentucky fans loved this kid. And Smoke. Yes, loved him. And honestly, shout out to Kentucky fans because I've seen just like all positive sentiment. I'm sure they have their trolls and whatever, whatnot. Like it was like all Kentucky fans just being like, oh, man, love Vito. Wish him the absolute best. Mm. Good luck at Colorado. Like we loved this guy. I even had a couple DMs from Kentucky fans who were like, you guys are going to love Vito. So uh, that makes that's one of the best endorsements. Yeah. When another because a lot of times a guy transfers from one school and the, the, everyone's like, oh, yeah, he sucked. Um, when a team loses a guy and is like, oh, you're going to love him. That's a that's a great endorsement. Yep, for sure. You know, like we'll say that to wherever Montana goes. We'll be, exactly. Oh, you're going to love Montana. Tyson. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, next question from Zach. Um, yeah, we talked about this. Would you say you're bothered by the Juwan Johnson decommitment? I can't be bothered, man. Yeah. Coach Prime is the coach of the buffs. Yeah. I, uh, nothing can bother me. Yeah. Uh, bothered is not the word I would use. It's a, uh, I mean, if anything, it's a little worrisome, but. Worrisome is even too strong for me. I would call it a bummer. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, from PD Swag again. No hat, Jake. You're the CEO recruiting guru. Thank you. What's your list of guys that Coach Prime might go after in the TP SCO buffs? Um, the guys we just talked about were guys that have been offered. Uh, we've been mentioning guys that have been offered all last week. Um, if you scroll through my timeline, you can figure out pretty quickly who's mm -hmm. being heavily recruited by CU. Yep. Some big SEC schools with guys on the transfer portal. Yep. Maybe even the biggest. Yep. Um, that, you know, Buffs might have a chance to land a couple from. So mm -hmm. there's names out there for sure. For sure. Lots of Florida boys. Elfridi, Jake and Ryan, when did the summer commits move in and what layers from the number one transfer or players from the number one transfer class are coming? So Des Moines Kennedy, yep. Smoke, yep. Uh, Landon Beebe on the offensive line, Shiloh. Mm -hmm. um, the summer commits, though, I mean, I don't know exactly how it works, but like, I'm assuming the she second they they graduate high school. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. So you know uh, we've talked about this before, but a lot of these guys will take their last class on, on Friday and be in Boulder on Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um. Maybe it's Monday. 
maybe in a, in a lot of times they'll even come back like go to boulder as soon as they possibly can and then fly back to like walk at their graduation right. and then fly right back to boulder so yeah they get out here immediately they start working out with the team getting in there get the you know get the playbook all that good stuff yeah and just with like players in this portal cycle too guys this is gonna go all the way till wouldn't it shock me if we get announcements in august of commitments of players from the portal and stuff right this is I gonna mean, be all summer i would say like there's a decent chance of a few guys rolling in right before fall camp opens. Yep. Cause it's like, you're telling these guys like, Hey, look, we want you, but you got to get out here for fall camp. Cause you need that full month to prep yep. with Shador at wide receiver or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, there's no re like, honestly, from now until fall camp, there's not a lot of urgency to transfer, right? Mm -hmm. Because you know, um, it's all player led stuff. So the second that they're going to get back on the field for team organized events is when there's really that like cutoff. But you could see guys come in later than that. It's just a little more rare. Yep. DJ Naff, do you guys think Jimmy Horn Jr. can really compete at the Power Five level at his size? No question about it. Absolutely not. Just compete, but shine. Yeah, he will shine. Yep. Size. I mean. When you look at Jimmy Horn, it's not size is not an issue. It's not like there's never been a successful short receiver. Right. He's not tall, but he is not undersized. You know what I mean? Yes. Like he's you're not going to get physical with Jimmy Horn Jr. Dude is jacked. Um, they've been working too, man. I went back and watched the YouTube video of uh, our video of Travis and Shador after the game. Mm-hmm. Travis is looking big, man. Dude, a, a lot of uh, Jackson State fans commented on that on the first media availability we had with him. And so, like, I just went back and looked. He is. He's getting huge. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, on Jimmy Horn, man, the guy's listed at 5'10", 175. Deshaun Jackson was listed at 5'10", 175. Great comp. And he might even be a little more, like, strong yeah at least at that at that age right um luis saw darius asking caleb mathis if he will come on the dmvr this week is he coming on the show that is so funny that you saw that <laughs> um that is funny hopefully yep yeah we, we definitely want to make that happen i know caleb got his channel started um so you know want, want to uh give him up some opportunity we've been talking about wide receiver a lot today we haven't talked about caleb once and he probably deserves to be talked about um, because we talk about all these guys coming in and all this, and there's a stud right there on the team who doesn't even have a scholarship right now. Yeah. Um, but he he showed out, uh, and I we talked about a few different plays, but I don't know. Did we talk about that late slant over the middle that Shador just waited and waited and waited on and then finally slung it in there to them? I think it was his first reception of the practice, but it was just like, man. It was like 16 yards? Yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. Um, so, yeah, shout out Caleb. I hope we do get him on. Uh, I've heard that Caleb Mathis is on academic scholarship. Oh, damn. Mm -hmm. Killing it in the classroom. Yeah, in his Twitter bio, it says 30 ACT. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Let's go, Caleb. Uh, next question. Almost to 600, guys. 20 away. Hit that like button. PD Swag, again. How much do you honestly think the iffy weather from this past weekend will hurt recruiting for CU? Seems like people may be overreacting a bit. Um, I don't know. I yeah. think it's a... It's individual for everyone. Um, the weather, like, 
I don't know. The weather wasn't great. It should also be noted that you never play a game in April. <laughs> when the games are played from September to November, the weather is honestly really nice. Yeah. Especially for the first six to eight games of the season, you can almost just lock it in. The right. weather is going to be nice. Yep. Um, you might get a couple cold games at the end of the season. Obviously, it's cold here in the winter, but not that cold. Um, I wonder, it's funny because Coach Prime obviously does not like the cold himself. Um, and that's been made very clear uh, from from him and also those around him. But I wouldn't be surprised if he eventually adopts the motto of like, if you think it's too cold to play here, you're, you're too soft to play for me. Yeah, um, pretty much. Because like, to me... I totally understand if you've grown up in warm weather your whole life, the cold, like kind of being like, whoa. But if that is your deciding factor, eh, maybe you aren't, maybe you aren't built for it. Right. Well, I mean, like if Travis Hunter can say, uh, all right, I, I'm down, let's do it. Then like, it's not, it shouldn't be a deciding factor. Right. I, but I do understand just the, the, the need to transition to it. Mm hmm. That's exactly what I was going to say. Ask the same players if they get drafted by up north NFL teams. If you want to play for Coach Prime, chances are you want to play in the NFL too. Yes. If you want to play in the NFL, you're going to have to play in Green Bay. You're going to have to play in Buffalo. You're going to have to play in Pittsburgh. Grow up at some point, honestly. 100%. And uh, I'll never forget this. I told this story to some people at the tailgate the other day. But one year at the NFL Combine, I went around to all the players and I named them all 32 NFL teams. And I said, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when I say this? And I n I'll never forget, I asked Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Green Bay. Mm -hmm. And he said, ooh, too cold, way too cold. <laughs> and then he got drafted by the Packers. Well, uh, yeah, it happens, man. Um, next question. Al wants us to describe the atmosphere on Saturday. This is all you, man, Cook. Like nothing I've ever seen, honestly. Um, and not because it was more people or anything than I've ever seen, but it was more of a event than I've ever seen. Um, you know, just from the tailgate, bro, like all the cameras rolling up, you know, I think you, you described it as like a meeting of the YouTube channels, yeah. like a convention of YouTube. It was just like everywhere you look, someone was recording, you know, they had their own channel. They were recording for this, that channel, the other thing. Um, and it just... It felt very different. It felt very different from anything I've ever seen. And it was really cool to just see a, a thing that is normally reserved for the most diehard, you know, sicko fans <laughs> like myself um, become a nationally relevant event that everyone couldn't help but, you know, but check out. I have friends who aren't CU fans at all who are texting me like, oh, I'm watching the spring game right now. Like my mom watched it. Yeah. Like everyone was just curious to see what was up. Everyone is thinking about Colorado uh, and you could feel that from from the heart of it where we were. Um, I loved just, you know, the the electricity, the atmosphere, honestly, the diversity in the crowd was something awesome. to yes. see. It was just a really, really cool and special atmosphere. Uh, and you know, everyone that came by the tailgate and, and said what up to us was so cool to see that I said it on the show on Saturday, but like, I've never had that many people come up to me, right? You know, Broncos games, whatever we have people come up to us at Avs Nuggets game everywhere. That one was like a record. So that was really, really, really cool. 
Um, but on, on a larger scale, the atmosphere was special. And the weather was obviously a, a talking point, but it wasn't enough to ruin it. Man, I got some vibes in the second half when it was like kind of like fluttering it's down like snow globe. Yeah, it was amazing, bro. Yeah. And it wasn't like I, I wasn't sitting there like, oh, my God, it's I know. so cold. Like, that's how I was at the Air Force game last right. year. Um, but at this one, it was like, okay, yeah, it's cold. Yeah. Like if you had your layers on, you were chilling. Yeah. We had to crack the press box windows open because they were blasting. They're blasting the heat. Oh, I hate that. Um, yeah, man, it was just electric. It was honestly unlike anything I've ever seen. Yeah, it truly. was. I mean, I've been trying to not expect much from the Primera just because this is all just such an experience and mm-hmm. experiment, really. Just like let it happen. Exactly. And take it in as it comes. But I got so excited for the season yeah. after that. I know. That's what I said on the show. I was like, damn, I, I was counting out the months. months? Like, what, what are we going to do? Ow. Obviously, we'll have stuff to talk about with today being a perfect example of that. But I'm just like, I just want to get there, man. I want to yep. be in Dallas with all the fans getting ready for the TCU game. Like, that's all I can think about. Guess what, Ryan? What? Jeremy Mack Jr. has entered the portal. Good luck. Good luck. I keep, I keep trying to bite my tongue. <laughs> uh, do we have any more questions? From Lawrence, how many more CU players do you think will hit the portal in this cycle? Uh, dude, I don't know. I really don't know. 10, 15 more? I don't know. We're going to get to that 70 number for sure. Yep. So I think we're now up to 65. There will be 65 new players on the roster when they take the field next season, which is another reason to... St- to keep one and 11 out of your mouth. Um, but I th- if we're up to 65 right now, we're at least getting to that 70 number that Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, said to Brian Howell before he even came to see you. That was, mm-hmm. at, that was in Atlanta at the Celebration Bowl. Uh, speaking of Brian Howell, he had some interesting tweets. Colorado scholarship football players from the 2022 team still on the roster as of April 10th was 51. Today at 145, it was 23. Now it's 22. I think it might even be 21. Might even be 21. I think it's 21. Um, A fitting number. Yes. He had another good one. Uh, Next question, though. Uh, Zico update. uh, It sounds like he got banged up in the game. That's all I know. I saw him after the game. He was in good spirits. Yeah. He posted a vlog like on the day of or after. Um, yeah. Next question. Uh, PPMG has viewership Ooh. numbers come in from ESPN yet? I haven't seen any. I haven't either. That Have you? I'm surprised they weren't all over getting that out because you know yeah. that'll go viral, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm sure we get that pretty soon. We'll see that. People will be comparing it to like the World Series. Literally, though, <laughs> it's going to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for that tweet. It's crazy. Colorado Spring Game drew this many, which is this much more than. Yeah. Um, Dave Powers, look at that picture. I'm going to have to break that out soon. That is so sick. That's on your shirt. It is on my shirt. That's Mr. Lemmy. From from Dave. Yeah. Might have been. Oh, it might be that might actual be, that Dave. That is this Dave, oh, yeah, right. who gave us these shirts. Sweet. What's up, Dave? He gave Thanks you the uh, that one, and he gave me the Ice Cube one. Yep. Huge shout out. Are we doing this? Right now? I don't have anything to open that with. Okay. Sean, so we'll do it after. Sean, we got your package, man. We're going to post gonna a We're going to open it right after this. Yeah, we'll post a video on socials. You'll get to see that. 
Um, anything else on today? I think we're pretty close to an hour, maybe a little under. There's a lot, a lot to digest today. All I will say is this, and we can finish here. Trust in Coach Prime. Yes. When this happened, I said it then, there are going to be some moments that are uncomfortable in this, that, and the other thing. Winning in college football is not always the you know cleanest, most feel-good situation. Some feelings are going to have to get hurt. Some fan favorites are going to have to go. Um, but Coach Prime came here to do one thing, and that is to win. And he is going to do that. And all evidence of anything he's ever done in his life tells us that he is going to find a way to win here. And all of this is part of that. Mm -hmm. And so just take a step back, relax a little bit if you're worried about this, and know that this man has a plan. He's going to get Colorado to win and win now. Yep. And everything that he has done to this point has been with that one goal in mind. Keep the main thing the main thing. The main thing is winning football games. Coach Prime is here to do that, and he's going to do what it takes to get us there. And I promise you, when that scoreboard has more points under Colorado than it does whoever they're playing, you're not going to be thinking about Montana Lamonius Craig. Yep. And also, to add to that, the commitments are coming. Yes. I promise, guys. When some of these come through, I mean, you're going to be very stoked and not really be even thinking about this day, honestly. Yes. Lots of more good stuff to come. Shout good out to all the new viewers today. Yeah, of course. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you don't know, we're back here every single day. Yep. Five days a week, Monday through Friday. We're here with you guys talking buffs, talking Coach Prime, talking Portal, talking transfers in, transfers out. Talking Ralphie. Yep. Tripods, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> the whole day. We have thing. a good time with it. So uh, so if you were here today for the first time, we hope you hang out for uh, forever. Yep. We hope to see you again. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place. Sco Buffs. Sco Buffs.